0: He comes in your ears Another word for thanks is cheers Here's the new kid from the block Here for you around the clock Sharing all his English tips Chris Is an anagram of risk Hello, hello and welcome to this week's podcast. What a busy week it's been for me. I've had operations, thank you very much, I'm fine, nothing serious, just little things. But it's funny when in a different language, certain things that you have don't have different names and they scare your parents. Hi mom. did you like that little joke? Anyway, also on Saturday night I went to see the Imagine Dragons because my cousin Mateo wanted to go and see the Imagine Dragons and he decided that he couldn't come because he had an exam. And so I went instead. And it was actually... Very impressive. I thought it would be terrible because I didn't think I actually knew any of their songs. And it was amazing because I knew 90% of their songs. It was great. There were 65,000 people there. But something that I've just found out, the Imagine Dragons, apparently, Imagine Dragons, is an anagram of their original name. I put it on social media asking people, what is it? What was the original name? And nobody seems to know. So if you know, let me know if you know let me know just a bit of advert want to sound more native then say it right is the course for you our course teaches you all the things you didn't know existed which will make you sound just like a native speaker get in touch for more details at info at chrishagen.com or go directly to our shop www.chrishagenshop.com. yes even you can sound native and I just want to say hello to Stefania. Thank you for your message on social media. She actually bought the book, Say It Right. So, yeah, there is also the book, not only the video course online. And if you want to find out more about all of them, go and have a look at our shop. I'm not going to play that advert because you know where it is. ChrisHagenShop.com. So, hello, Stefania. And also, hello to everybody in Turkey again. This week, I've had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Who used to say that? Silla Black. Do you know who Silla Black is? Probably not. If you're English, you'll know who Silla Black is. Bless her. She's still alive. Somebody the other day said to me, Is Elton John alive or is he dead? But he was actually performing that night around the corner from us here in Milan, so he's definitely alive. Hi, Elton. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, a lot of listeners in Turkey, so hi to you all. And I also want to say hello to all the mosquitoes that have finally arrived here around my body, biting me continuously. I hope I'm delicious also this year. Use me, save me, anywhere you want me. You got the power to use me. Now, this word that I wanted to use this week is something which has more than one meaning, and I have a lot of in my body at the moment. Other than love for everybody, because it's uncountable love, so it can't be a lot of them. I'm talking about stitches. Now, a stitch is what you make with cotton or thread when you're sewing or crocheting or knitting. Okay, a stitch, that little loop of thread. Okay, so when you get a hole in your socks and you... Sew your socks together or darn your socks together, you put some little stitches in it. I have stitches in my body, but from the little operations that I had. But a stitch has another definition. Do you know what it is? I don't get them that often because I don't exercise, because I don't have time, and I'd rather not sweat in public. So a stitch is also a very sharp pain that happens really quickly. So a sudden sharp pain that you get in the side of your body because you've worked out too much if you've been jogging you know as you do remember Italians footing doesn't exist it is jogging okay so if you've been jogging or running and then all of a sudden you feel like oh what's that and you get this sharp pain in the side of your body this is a stitch so there are a few different ways you can use this word next monday i'll be having my stitches out so wish me luck i hope there's no pain
1: and i beg you to fix it
0: Now, the word that I would like you to fix this week is a word that you all know, you all use, and because summer is around the corner, you're all probably going to be doing it if you're not already doing it. Unless you're in a cold country, which has winter in this period, but I'm talking about what you do in summer when you lie down on the beach or on your terrace like a dead fish, hoping to get nice golden skin. Something I've been waiting for for 41 years. It's still not happening. But I did have it once, thanks to Anthony at Selfridges. Don't know if you still work there, but he sprayed me once, and that was really really good. Lasted a week, but it didn't. It didn't really last that well. And I don't know if people actually believed I'd been tanning in Greece or something, but it it looked real. For me, it looked real. Just let me believe it looked real. Anyway, what am I talking about? Now, let's go the politician's route. Let's start off with, in your house, you have a room called a bathroom. Okay, in a bathroom, you could have a shower or a bath, you guessed it right. Okay, now this is a bath, a bath though, you sit in or lie in, and you're surrounded by water. Now, when you were doing this thing to get a wonderful tan, you're not surrounded by water. So try and remember the fact that it's not the same as the bath in the bathroom. Okay, I'm talking about to the verb I'm talking about now to sunbathe, sunbathe. You hear the pronunciation is different from bath. Now in English, when we add this magic e, which is actually silent, to the end of a word, we change the vowel sound previously to the name of the vowels of the of the vowel in the alphabet. So um, bath, which was a becomes a when you add the silent e another example mat okay mat m-a-t if i add an e on the end it becomes mate so the a which was a has now become a the sound of the a in the alphabet so bath if you add the e not only does it change the sound of the a to a it also changes the th to th don't believe me check it out well i'm right anyway (laughs) because i know i'm right to sunbathe but go and have a look for some other words okay no, i'll tell you one teeth teeth you all have teeth well hopefully you do well it depends maybe you had an accident but even if they're false you still have teeth if you add an e on the end of the word teeth you end up with the verb to teeth so remember sunbathe so i am sunbathing not to sunbath and not sunbathing she's from australia koala kingdom of dangerous animals next time that you go make sure that you know which you can hold and which will kill you like a jellyfish it's kenny lawrence i just found online a thing Questions not to ask Australians, and somebody said, "Why do Australians say going for a feed' as if they're cattle?" Anyway, because <laughs> it's just on the animal theme. So go on, what we're we talking about today? Go on. What are you talking about today?
1: All right, we're talking about um, wobby Gongs or Whoopi also Goldberg. Known as, sorry,
0: Whoopi Goldberg.
1: No, not Whoopi. She's Australian.
0: <laughs> Hi, Whoopi. Is she Australian? What? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> who, do you know who she not sure. is?
1: I know the name, but I'm not sure about. God, you young where people. God. <laughs> So, well, this is a this is a shark. It's also called a carpet shark. But what,
0: what was the... You didn't say Whoopi Goldberg then. What did you say no, the name was? No, Wobbigong. Gong.
1: Exactly. Gong is Sounds what Asian. it is to refer to. It is. I think it's actually Aboriginal. Ah, It's okay. perhaps an Aboriginal term. Mm-hmm. Um, Exactly. And this is a very, very strange shark. Uh, it's very common. I've seen them multiple times in my life. Um, I've just
0: received a picture now. In fact, you said it's yeah, a carpet. It looks like a it. carpet. It looks like a rug.
1: Exactly. It looks like a rug. It's also got this very strange uh, mouth. Uh, and you find them on the seafloor, uh, usually under rocks or around rocks. Um, and also its eyes are quite strange because they're right on the top of its head there. If so... I was trying
0: to understand where its face is, I can't really Exactly. Jump. I
1: think that's also why they call it a carpet shark, because you hmm. always find it on the seafloor, uh, maybe under a rock or something like that. Uh, and they're very interesting creatures. I recommend that you look it up, hmm. have a look and see what it...
0: You find them under rocks?
1: Well, if you have, a, for example, a big rock... Yeah, on the seafloor and it'll be kind of getting shelter under that rock right. so uh, the, the English, English expression
0: that you obviously know uh, whether you've been living under a rock yeah. we, we can now say uh, who are you a wobby gong <laughs> <laughs> we just created That's a new way. expression in English well done uh.
1: <laughs> So well, this, is the, this is this kind of shark um, And it's not considered dangerous But it has been known to attack some swimmers So I don't know what they define there as dangerous But I wouldn't like to be attacked by this strange animal mm. um, Now uh, You can make a nice
0: jacket out of it
1: <laughs> Maybe Very <laughs> slimy one yeah. um, Another thing about these ones is that It's a common uh, animal that you catch when you go fishing In fact I remember when I was a kid I went fishing with my parents uh, and I You went fishing? One of these. How boring it's quite fun in Australia because you don't know what you're yeah, catching you, in fact, it's quite, quite fun you don't know if you're going
0: to live or not that's why
1: <laughs> exactly I end up catching one of these carpet sharks and so they, they're actually caught quite often um, by fishermen and that's why people try to consider how to use them as commercial uh, as something to eat so uh, uh, you they don't have you can have it of- like for
0: fish and chips
1: well, actually, in some places, some fish and chip shops, you could find it. It's not common, but I think people do try to, to make use of this animal, even if they don't have so much commercial value as something to eat. Um, but another interesting thing about it is that it's very strange mouth that kind of looks like a beard.
0: Uh, it got beard. I fact uh, now I can see them out, them little whiskery things.
1: Okay, exactly. Uh. And so with this one here, um, you can... Basically, it has this strange mouth. Uh, so that it can screw its eggs into the rocks. So okay. <laughs> I don't understand how <laughs> it that works. It can
0: screw it with its mouth. It can with screw its, mouth, its eggs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't understand how it works. I don't know the science behind it, but <laughs> this is what mm-hmm. it does, and that's why it has the the mouth that it does. Mm-hmm. So have a look online, uh, and um, yeah, I recommend looking it up because it's interesting. And uh, this one you can find in uh, Australia as well as I believe also in Asia and East Asia. Uh, perhaps in uh, places like Indonesia, around Papua New Guinea. So they're really common. They're not an endangered species. You could definitely come across them when you go snorkeling. So they're quite interesting. Um, yes, and otherwise the tip mm. is... Uh, okay, another tip similar to the to one that I gave a few weeks ago is basically you don't go swimming after it's rained. If you've no. had a lot of rainy, um, a big rainy period, don't go swimming once the sun comes out. Why? Yeah, exactly. Try and have a think
0: in case there's a storm and you get electrocuted
1: no not quite <laughs> no idea no no basically I like
0: swimming in. well I can't swim but I like going in water when it's raining
1: yeah but it's it's not uh, encouraged because when it rains you have a lot of uh, murky water that appears and again sharks really love to go hunting when the water isn't so clear uh, when it is low them. visibility and they're more likely to mistake you as a Another. turtle or something like that and so i my
0: six pack in fact in Italian <laughs> tartaruga yeah
1: and that's it so the the advice is uh, don't go swimming after it's rained if you've had a rainy period and you're on holiday somewhere in a tropical place don't go out swimming afterwards because you could end up being attacked by a shark i know it's rare but it is some advice that you learn uh, that i definitely learned as a kid growing up mm. um in italy i know they learn: do not go swimming after you've had lunch but we've got in italy don't do
0: it don't do anything after you've <laughs> done anything leave. in italy a bit of a draft and you've got a disease is terrible <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so very nice, very nice little creature. Okay, thank you very much. Alright, thank I will you. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye bye. Now we won't die down under now remember to let me know if you, rem- if you know, not if you remember, if you know the original name of Imagine Dragons. What the anagram is of, I need to know, I hate these cryptic things. I even found a message on our door outside which is all cryptic. God knows what it means, we're still trying to figure it out. So, another thing, Imagine Dragons, I just remember, there is a fun fact, a really fun fact, which is really useless, but fun let's say if you like imagine dragons ben from imagine dragons loves knitting so it connects back to the stitches thing anyway now one little message i have one message to finish off with today and that is davide do your homework jingle see you next week doesn't matter where you are in the car or at the bar for you comes in your ears, another word for thanks is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock, Shining all his English tips. Chris is an anagram of risk. Chris